Kia ora to listeners tuning in to this Ngā Pātaka Kōrero Tāmaki Makaurau Auckland Library's Heritage Podcast, Pam Muir Stories. What you're about to hear is a selection of clips drawn from an oral history project recorded close to 40 years ago in the early 1980s. Commissioned by what was known then as the Mount Wellington Public Library, the project captured locals' recollections of life, work and play from the early 1900s across the changing landscapes of the decades that followed. They offer us a unique and personal insight into Pamir of the past. As Alan was involved with the family business, Alan's nurseries in Pamir his entire working life, In this track, he talks about his father starting Allen's Nurseries in the early 20th century and how the family kept it going through the Depression, as well as what the landscape was like in the area at that time. Um, If we could return to Allen's Nurseries again as um, an industry for Pamur of sorts, um, when you you were developing, when when do you get your um, first truck and, and you start to carry your produce yourself and things well, like that. Well, Dad, uh, uh, I think originally it used to go in on a horse and cart uh, as far as Simon Street and it would take a whole day to deliver a few boxes of plants, you know, yeah. and um, you didn't get much for them in those days, but uh, we, um, we took them into a shop, uh, it was a grocer's shop in, um, in Kyber Pass, and uh, um, I can still see that place and, and the old grocery always when you paid your bills he used to give you a bag of sweets in those days jelly beans or mm. licorice all sorts or whatever and um, but later on they, uh, we went in the model T truck I suppose that would be in the early in the um, oh, early 20s I suppose and um, they would have the shelves across and the boxes of plants on the shelves and the road was so rough between here and Ellerslie uh, when you got to that lake road at Ellerslie, it was Tarsil, but up to there it wasn't. It was um, yeah. it was just rough road, and um, getting over that road in the old Model T truck, which was limited as for springing, uh, and by the time he got there, they'd find several of the boxes either turned upside down or else um, shaken to bits, you know, on this road. And uh, but um, it. Uh, Although there wasn't much traffic in those days, it took longer because the roads weren't as good and the, uh, they'd only do about one delivery a week, I think. And uh, of course there was nothing sold much from the nursery because there weren't too many people around. Mm. So all your produce would kind of go to town? Um, all your produce would go to town? That would be your main market? We used to go to town. The, there were shops in Queen Street and uh, there were Mackay's in Queen Street. That was opposite where the Bank of New Zealand was. The old bank of his office at Milton Choices. Mm. Um, Yates's were in Queen Street and then they went around to Albert Street and there was George Sinclair above the town hall. Um, they were the three main ones. And Watney Simons in Newmarket. And the other night I went to a diamond wedding at, um, at Coe Marama and um, uh, Chubb Simon, who was one of the younger son of the old Watney Simons, was there and we were reminiscing mm. then about uh, different things. He was a great friend of this H.P.J. Uh, Bull, I tell you, had the pheasants, yeah. and his son, uh, Jack Bull, and this chap Simon are great friends. And, uh, but um, we supplied them, and then um, that was about all, I think. 
there were no um, no shops selling uh, seeds and plants out this way or Howick or anywhere like that. Uh, in fact, we used to do our banking in um, first of all in Queen Street, and then we shifted to Cranaby Road, and then we shifted to Newmarket, and um, finally, um, I, and then we. Uh, Newmarket, I think, was the last. We used to go to all our hardware from Newmarket. There were no shops out here with any uh, consequence of carrying ranges of hardware and that, you know. But um, then, of course, Panmuir got the bank and we banked it there ever since. But um, in those days, you had to go. We had to go to Newtoilacy for a haircut. Well, Alan's nursery is really. Um came through all of that, didn't it? it? came through the Depression. I can remember my brother was, um, uh, we didn't know, we only had a small place for a start, but I can remember my brother when he was 21, he got, um, I think it was 15 shillings a week in his keep. Um, and, but that was the only way, and I think I was getting about 10 shillings a week then, uh, I was about 18. But it was either do that or go out on the unemployed in the dole and chip weeds around the road and that's the only way you could keep businesses going in those days by uh, family sort of um, getting stuck in and keeping it going. We used to grow boxes of plants and um, when they were ready for sale and past sale we used to put them in the back of the truck and dump, go around the back and dump them and, right. and start again. You would only sell a small proportion of your stuff but still if you sold enough to, to eat and um, and uh, keep the business from going under. You were lucky, you know, in the 30s, early 30s. Your, your father started the business, didn't he? Dad started the business. Yeah. He, when he came out from England in 1899, he, um, he uh, farmed for a while with Adam Kay, and then uh, his brother came out, Tom Allen, and he and Uncle Tom market garden for quite a few years. And then they, um, they, um, got this piece of land which was owned by the uh, Anglican Trust Board, the church, and um, adjoining that church, you see, and they garden there, and then they built a little glasshouse, and it finished up, we had about, um, or 12 glasshouses, and about, um, oh, about 20 frame greenhouses and outside stuff, so it was quite an area finished yeah. there. You can see in this photo here, the yeah. extent of your nurseries. That's the old house, but the front part was still on there. Yes. But there were 12 glass houses, and then we, um, um, these were extended down those frame greenhouses, and there were some more put through here, and a couple more glass houses were built in that space there. But those yeah. sheds are still there, and um, the back part of that, the old original old place is still there. Yeah. But when did you come at, um, get your first greenhouse? You know, which probably oh, start know. things rolling. You see, um, I suppose it would be about um, oh, 19, uh, something like that, 18, mm. 20. So you become really a, quite a substantial business by the oh, time yes, the depression it, um, came uh, But it stayed the same for years. We haven't expanded because. Um, uh, we went along as a, uh, a medium-sized concern, you know, and uh, we found it worked out better that way because uh, we kept a really, uh, reasonably small labour force and um, we thought, you know, if you get too, uh, if you get too big, you lose the personal stuff. And it's fairly hard in the growing game to, um, uh, well, in this particular line, to get too big unless you sort of... Um, 
drop in quality and gave a quantity and drop in quality and we always kept the quality so uh, we we sort of I think a lot of the growers who are three or four times as big they didn't come out any better net at the end because of their own huge overheads. Uh, yeah. But um, and Mrs. Whitefield worked for us um, for about. 26 or 30 years, she lived up there, and her that's husband was a carrier room. around Pan. Yeah. Just that's Lane's made a bad company there. That was burned yeah. down, then they built down below here. Oh, yes. And um, this is the area where Jimmy, the Chinaman, lived, and that's the old house. Oh, across from yeah. your own nurseries. Yeah. And this was the road extension of Allenby Road, where there are all houses and flats now. Yeah. That was just Pennyroyal Swamp and Gorse and what have you, and we used to ride our bikes down on the hard bits down to the river here. Yeah. And blackberries, we used to pick blackberries yeah. by the ages and occasionally when the, um, on the grass spots there'd be mushrooms and that sort yeah. of thing. But all the uh, roads, they were just the grass each side of the road and the cattle and the, and the um, horses used to roam around the, um, around the uh, roads um, eating the grass and that sort of thing. And outside of here, the Thompsons used to have a, um, a couple of hurdles outside the nursery and they'd jump the horses over the hurdles on oh, the road, you know. Yeah. What type of um, food would you specialise in? You, know, you talk about your tomatoes and... Plant yeah, um, plants and tomato plants, plants. and cucumbers, things like that, yeah. I can remember the, up the top here, there are a couple of glasses. Original interviews were recorded by Richard Baker, commissioned by the then Mount Wellington Public Library in 1982. The selection has been curated by Renee Orr and Zoe Colling from Auckland Library's Heritage Engagement Team with sound production from Sue Berman. The full project of original interviews can be found through Kura Heritage Collections online. Tune into other Auckland Libraries podcasts via the website. Thanks for listening. Enohora.